Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, final hour in this Wednesday, Dan and the Dan. That's Dan Patrick Show. Come on in and stay a while. Talk to Mike Florio coming up. Got a few things to talk to him about. Carolina is not letting on who they're taking number one overall, even though Bryce Young is not going to any other teams to interview, including the Texans, who are on the clock with the second pick in the draft. But uh, we'll talk to Florio coming up. Celtics up 2-0 on the Hawks, the artist formerly known as the Hawks. I watched last night, and I thought, that is not a good team. And Trey Young, Trey Young, it feels like, has not gotten better. Two years ago, they were in the East, Eastern Conference Finals. Knicks and the Cavs. Cavs roughed up, roughed up the, uh, that still roughed up the Knicks. Uh, Suns and Clippers tied at a game apiece. Draymond Green got suspended, and uh, that'll be for Game 3 coming up tomorrow night. DeMar Hamlin is coming back to play with the Bills. And I'll ask Florio about this. Are there any waivers here? Like, how do you have somebody come back, sign off on that, but... You also have a situation where it's highly unlikely that you could have this situation happen again. There's no evidence that survivors of Commodio Cordis are at a higher risk for other heart events. It's extremely unlikely that someone would suffer two instances of what DeMar Hamlin experienced. And normally this is, it happens with males between the age of four and 18. And about 47% of those who suffer this condition or this incident, um, it, it's sports-related. And a lot of times you'll see that young baseball players will get hit in the chest, and then you'll have this condition or this situation. And DeMar Hamlin had a press conference yesterday, and it was almost matter-of-factly that he says, I died on national TV. 
Not to sound cliche, man, but the wild moment is every day just being able to wake up and just take deep breaths and, and, and live a, a peaceful life to have a family, to, to have people that are around me that love me and that care about me, and for those people to still have me in their lives, you know, they, they almost lost me. Like, I, I died on national TV in front of the whole world, you know what I mean? So um, I, I see it from all perspectives. For them to still have me around and for me to still have them, you know, it's like it goes both ways. He died twice, and he's going to play football again. By the way, the overwhelming favorite for comeback player of the year. You know, Matthew Stafford is coming back from, what, an injured elbow or something? Uh, Lamar Jackson coming back from an injury? You know, obviously painful injuries, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of hard. I remember when I handed out, I was with Bill Murray, and this was the ESPYs, and we were handing out comeback player of the year. Comeback Athlete of the Year. And one of the nominees was Monica Sellis, tennis player who got stabbed during a tournament. The winner was Michael Jordan coming back from baseball to play in the NBA. And Bill Murray, during the award ceremony, was like, Mike, Monica got stabbed. Like, you know, and you won the, uh, the ESPY for Comeback Player of the Year. And Mike didn't even show up at the ESPYs. We, had to, uh, we did a live interview with him at the ESPYs. <laughs> uh, but Monica got stabbed. Yes. It'd be like if somebody says, wait, DeMar Hamlin? Uh, he came back from being dead twice. Yeah, but Matthew Stafford's elbow yeah, was like essentially dead. I, uh, Lamar Jackson, he couldn't even play in the playoffs. Yes, Todd. Even if you're Alex Smith, that would still pale in comparison. As horrible as what Alex yes. went through, it would probably go to Jamar Hamlin, I would think. Yes, it would. Them. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Oh, so like if we were doing an all-time comeback player of the year. Well, he died. Right. Like that, that trumps everything. Death is really yeah, tougher than a broken leg. Not many guys. I mean, there have been tough guys. Whole question. Would you rather die or have a broken leg? Broken leg's Would you rather time. die and come back? Right. Or would you rather have a broken leg? So Jack Youngblood playing in the or or uh to i kind of feel bad for alex smith now he had the greatest comeback he did yeah is there a better comeback than coming back from the dead twice like if you say oh okay once maybe not man he did it it did it twice okay better comeback Patriots 28 to 3. <laughs> oh. i mean they were dead they were, they were they dead. dead declared by many declared by many I'm still going Pate. <laughs> Too soon. Too that's soon. that's dark. That's that's dark. Okay. Uh, Seahawks on the one. That, that, they were dead. That game was over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Malcolm the, Butler. The Tuck day. game. Yeah, the Tuck game. You know. <laughs> They're all in the discussion. As insensitive as that sounds. Yeah. Thank you, Todd. I guess we can <laughs> say it now because he lived. Exactly. Yeah. But when you start talking about tough guys. I, I don't know if uh, Morgan Barron is on your radar, but he should be. Morgan Barron is a hockey player. Plays for the Winnipeg Jets. He took a skate to his face last night. It required 75 stitches. He came back to play in the game. He was injured in the first period. Big scramble in front of the uh, Golden Knights net. And uh, the skate cut the side of his face 
And uh, he went to the locker room, and uh, he eventually came back. <laughs> As one of his teammates says, it looked like he got attacked by a shark. But that would have been San Jose, right? See what there you go. Like, okay, all right. <laughs> Thank you. Two for that. Yeah. <laughs> 75 stitches? 75. But he's a hockey player. That's many stitches. That, I mean, how long would it take? to stitch somebody up with 75 stitches, just normally, and then to get them, like there's no, you know, HOV lane or easy pass where you go, hey, just do it real quick here. Yeah, Paul. I'm looking at the game. He missed 10 minutes of the first period, 10 minutes of the second period, and then the intermission. So that's what, at maximum 45 minutes of actual real time. So that's... that's at two stitches per two, minute? It's a fast rate. Yes, Tom. You know some old hockey player is going to come forward. I remember the time I had 93 stitches. Am I? Is that how they're going to sound? Something like that. We didn't even bother stitching up in our day. We just bled to death and we liked it fine. <laughs> we, we just put glue on there. We put super glue on there. That is a funny voice to use for that. You almost sound like... Uh, you don't need blood. You don't need teeth. Just get back out there. Wait, who's the old guy on The Simpsons? Is that uh, not Smithers? Um, who's the, who's Mr. Burns? The, is it Mr. Burns? He's he's the Smithers. 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 It's like a mix between that and the grandpa. Oh, yeah, grandpa. Yeah. I think it's grandpa there. Yeah, Paul. Okay, are grandpa. hockey players naturally tough people, or does the sport make you tough? Okay. What Do you think it's – which comes first? None of us – Well, I don't think you're born – are you born tough? Do, do you guys remember little kids in your neighborhood who would – take more hits, jump more bikes over ramps. Yeah. And they're more inclined to go for football or hockey or something like that. But what comes first, your hockey ability or your toughness to play the sport? I mean, they kind of happen at the same time, right? But I, it, it's almost like if you're going into hockey, you know you're going to get – you're going to lose some of your chiclets. You're going to get some stitches. You know that. That's why, I mean, you have to embrace the sport. But are they tougher than football players? Are they tougher than boxers? I mean, when you're talking about, because you can't get in the ring and not want to get hit. I, so you have to have that mindset that, are you convincing yourself? Is your DNA part of that makeup that says, hey, I, I want to do that? Uh, because I don't think you can go in there and go, damn, that hurts. I don't want to do that anymore. It feels like as a sport, too, hockey would weed out the people that uh, aren't tough enough, I guess, or can't hold up to that rigor, right? Here is Morgan Barron after getting 75 stitches on coming back. It's actually not bad. It, uh, they did a great job stitching me up, and obviously it missed my eye, so um, I was glad it didn't get me in a really bad spot, but they did a great job fixing me up. Just <laughs> trying to figure out if the puck went in because <laughs> it's sitting pretty close. And then uh, I don't know. Obviously, I kind of saw the skate coming. And it's just an unlucky play, I think, a little bit unfortunate. But um, like I said, I think the first thought was that I could just see out of the eye, so that was the main thing. He makes it seem like he just had four stitches at seventy-five, and then went back to play. They are. They have to be the toughest athletes, right? If you watch the video with no sound, Sabonis seems more injured. 
the reaction. He, he kind of pats his eye and sees a pool of blood going to the ice. He's like, oh, I need some help over here. Sabonis, it we're not sure. off casually. <laughs> yeah. Sabonis, we're not sure if he's going to play in game three. This guy came back last night. After- Didn't even skate with a limp. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, uh, I just wanted to see if the puck went in. I'm, I'm, I'm down a pint of blood. Yeah. <laughs> but only a pint. Yes, Paul. I've always had the belief that high-end hockey players, maybe football players and rugby, the real tough sports, there are certain people who had the mentality where they enjoy hits, they enjoy delivering them, they don't mind getting them, and the pain is almost like a badge of, I can do stuff you can't do. Like high-end football players and high-end hockey players. and I guess I throw rugby. But certain positions in, in uh, football, because I can't imagine Peyton Manning going, man, I love to get hit. But Ray Lewis or Brian Urlacher probably go, man, I love to hit people. Ronnie Lott. Although, I mean, Ronnie Lott cut off the tip of his finger. By choice, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was in the office. He had elective surgery. <laughs> had nine and a half others. What's the big deal? But he, you know, maybe that's, we've had a few moments there with football players with broken legs, still playing, coming back, playing in the Super Bowl, cut off your, your pinky. Yes, Tom. But any sport with fighting and goons and slashing and all that going on and not and no rules to protect a quarterback like you have in the NFL, you kind of got to give the but edge to But could you hockey. imagine a basketball player coming back after 75 stitches? Let's say he was got injured first quarter, came back after halftime. Well, I mean, Paul Pierce came back after having to poop. So. And, and that's worse. <laughs> that could be worse. Don't I mean, underestimate Stomach cramps that. are a big problem. Yeah, Todd knows that. Yeah, do not underestimate that situation. I don't care how many like stitches you have. Like this carried off with his legs just, up. Just the fact that they carried him like a wheelchair. Grab the Charmin. I know. Yeah. Uh, what do you need? Do you need bandages? No, no, no. Charmin. Too much Charmin. Charmin. Double, double plot. Yes. Double plot. Double plot. <laughs> can't have all that dairy right before the game starts. That's all I mean. Yes, Marvin. <laughs> Stitches, bubble guts, all the same thing. It's a rough life. Well, which would you rather have, really? Make sure it's a big stall. Make sure the big stall's clear. Don't don't let Big Perk in there before me. <laughs> that would be a mistake. Totally destroyed. You see, he came out running afterwards. Ooh, five oh. pounds lighter. Okay, let's go. Man. Kobe who? Yeah, Paul Pierce looks... He looks slim. That relief, too, because he didn't think he was going to make it. He's oh. like, just in time. Could you imagine <laughs> if you didn't make it? <laughs> On a basketball. <laughs> Were they wearing the white shorts or the green shorts? Uh, they would have been wearing the white. The that whole is white. Whoa. Green doesn't camouflage yeah. it that much either. Not at all. <laughs> he wasn't clutch. He was clinch. Clinch. <laughs> the, the NBA hands out the clutch player of the year. De'Aaron Fox got it. The clinch player of the year, Paul Pierce. Brought to you by Imodium. It would be Paul Pierce, the, the Paul Pierce clinch player of the year. <laughs> In a tight situation. He gets it done. Yeah. Uh, love to see what that trophy looks like. <laughs> Is it two cheeks? <laughs> Anywho. How do we get there? Um, I don't know. Like most moments on this show, I'm not quite sure how we got from A to Z. Seaton, the poll question for the final hour, then we'll take a break here. Team sport that requires the most toughness. Ooh, righty. Football, hockey, rugby. I'm going to throw lacrosse on there, too. Lacrosse feels like a, you got to be a tough guy to play that sport. No? Yeah. But they get to wear gear, whereas rugby guys don't get to yeah. wear gear. Well, I mean, they're the only ones that in, on, on the list that don't wear gear. 
football, hockey, and lacrosse. They wear those like interesting helmets. Did you see where the NFL, I think they're going to approve a special helmet for quarterbacks this year? Uh, and then they have the new Wonderlick. They don't, I don't think they're doing the Wonderlick anymore. What's the name of that uh, test, Paulie? It's called the S2. And it's about decision making. It's not like an IQ test in mm. any way. It's more about cognitive skills. Like if I put a, a red lights in a room, how long can you, t- you know, react to red turning green? And mm. they, they test your reactionary skills. And Bryce Young tested off the charts. Uh, yes. I don't even know what charts there are because yeah. it's a brand new test. <laughs> We're trying to get a hold of it. Okay. Uh, we'll take a break. Mike Florio will join us. Uh, we'll get some more phone calls coming up. Final hour of the program. Back after this. PXG, got my clubs. I've uh, been banging uh, balls on the simulator here and uh, can't wait to get out and actually get on a golf course here. The new PXG golf clubs, you can get fitted. And, and I, I would tell anybody this, if you get the opportunity to get fitted for clubs, you'll understand the difference instead of going in and just buying a set of clubs. Because at PXG, they will fit the clubs to your golf swing. And you'll lower your scores. You'll have a better time on the golf course, more importantly. But if you're curious just how good these clubs are, how they stack up against the clubs that you are using now, schedule a fitting and see for yourself. PXG.com. I switched. 844-PLAY-PXG. PXG.com. They have the Gen 6 clubs that just came out. Also, they spent 10 years working on a golf ball that just came out. They spare no expense Club head designs, faster materials, technology, and uh, they've got it all. Gen 6, the great golf club from PXG. PXG.com, nobody makes golf clubs the way they do, period. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The truly brilliant all-electric EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz features some of the smartest tech ever to grace four wheels. With Dynamic Select, you can fine-tune hundreds of vehicle settings to precisely match your driving style. And available in off-road mode, transparent hood lets you see through the sheet metal to steer clear of bumps and potholes directly beneath you. How about that? A 360 array of cameras and sensors constantly alerting you for danger, while 64-color ambient lighting lets you fully customize the ambiance inside the spacious cabin. The EQE SUV is so smart, even the headlights are thinking. Optional digital light technology projects navigation markings and warnings on the road ahead as you drive. 
The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Test drive the EQE SUV. Learn more, mbusa.com slash EQE SUV. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. We're talking about the Mercedes-Benz family. Their range of SUVs, every member waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. We'll get to your phone calls coming up. Make way for Mike Florio, the uh, popular co-host of Pro Football Talk Live. He also has a new book coming out, Father of Mine. It's next Tuesday, and uh, it's only uh, four ninety nine. Mike is uh, he's a best selling author. Of course, you know we had playmakers. Now I think he's uh, he's branching out here. What what's the uh, theme of Father of Mine, there, Mike? Mob novels set back in 1973, Dan, and the setting is the town I grew up in, 60 miles from Pittsburgh, where the mob was prevalent. My dad was actually a bookie who was connected to the mob, but I will say this. There have been no omertas violated in the crafting of this piece. I do not want to end up sleeping with the fishes or anything else that may be sleeping at the bottom of a body of water. So I think I'm covered there. What did I think you everybody see? who was involved is dead now, so I won't be, hopefully. What did you see growing up? I saw some wild stuff, and I didn't think anything of it because it was normal to me. My dad had a bar, and I would go in there from time to time, meet the different guys, and they're always nice to you. You're 8, 9, 10 years old. You're a little kid. But th- there were other places I'd go with my dad, and just that that mystery, that smell, the beer and the cigarettes, and you're walking among the bar stools. Bruce Springsteen explains it in his in his autobiography, going into the world of men when you're a little kid. He used to have to go fetch his dad from the bar, and that's kind of what it was like. But as I got older and I would see newspaper accounts of what some of these guys that I used to see all the time allegedly or actually did, <laughs> that's an eye-opener. So especially as I wrote this, I did some research about what that crew actually or allegedly did back in the day. And it's like, man, there's some bad dudes that I probably would have run the other direction if I had only known back when I was eight, nine, 10 years old, what they were capable of. People get murdered. Oh yeah. Allegedly or actually or otherwise. Oh, so. All right. So that's next Tuesday, Florio's book, father of mine and uh, only four ninety nine, available wherever uh, you get your books. Okay. A few things to talk to you about. Ian Rappaport had a tweet saying that uh, the Niners are fielding calls for Trey Lance. What is the market for Trey Lance? And what would it cost to get Trey Lance? First of all, when a report is made that a team is fielding calls, we know it's coming from the team. (laughs) The team wants it out there. And sometimes the truth is that the team is actually making the calls, but they are very careful to tell the reporter it's fielding 
because you give up any leverage you have if you look desperate that you're making these calls. But Dan, okay. it's obvious the ship has sailed. Trey Lance isn't the guy. Brock Purdy is. And the moment he's healthy, he's the starter. And I feel like Trey Lance, if he's there in San Francisco, is going to be competing with Sam Darnold for number two, not Purdy for number one. So the market ultimately is what it is. What the 49ers learned the hard way, they were a little too stubborn with what they wanted for Jimmy Garoppolo. They kept their thumb on the scale. They ultimately weren't able to trade him. Now it worked out because they needed him when Trey Lance broke his ankle. But I, I think that what they need to do is see what happens first couple rounds of the draft, see where the quarterbacks go or don't go. And I don't know, do you get a second rounder next year? Do you get something conditional based on whether he plays, how much he plays, some sort of a formula like what the Jets and Packers are trying to work out for Aaron Rodgers? But I don't think it's much. And they're going to push the idea. They're going to try to save some face. And they may end up not being able to get a deal done if they want more than what anyone is willing to give. Because what do you give for a guy who has played very little football, Dan, in the last three years? 2020, pandemic restricted the North Dakota State season to just like a couple of games. Didn't play in 21. Hardly played in 22. What are you getting in a guy who's still fairly young yeah. but who hasn't played much football in three years? You mentioned Aaron Rodgers in the Jets, and I don't know if, if we're on the same page, but it feels like it might be day two of the draft. Can can the can the Jets hold off giving the first round pick this year and then say we'll give you a second round pick this year and then a first round next year to the Packers and then this is completed? I think the only thing they agree on for now, Dan, is that the pick this year would be one of the two second rounders the Jets currently have. Back-to-back -back from the Elijah Moore trade to Cleveland. They've got back-to-back -back picks, I think 43 and 44. Mm -hmm. And the question is, what do the Packers get in 2024? What do the Jets get in 2025 if Aaron Rodgers were to retire after only one season? I think that's part of this equation as mm -hmm. well. And because we're so close to the second day of the draft now, there's no reason for either side to move to their bottom line now. They wait until... The last minute, the plane lands, they find a way to make their two positions meet. And I've said the over-under is 6 o'clock Eastern, Friday the 28th. There's a chance they get it worked out late afternoon just to be done. There's also a chance it happens when the pick in round two that's going to the Packers is actually on the clock, that it, the trade occurs during round two of the draft. Okay, so we're on the same page that this first round pick for the Jets is not going to Green Bay. Not going to Green Bay. Okay. But it'll be the, the second round pick or maybe a couple of picks. But there has to be some kind of conditional language in here, as you mentioned, with Rodgers. Because, like, I'd, I'd still have trepidation to find the Jets. This is a guy who said he was 90% retired before he went into the dark hole. And now you're going to give up a second round pick and then a first round pick or whatever it might be. But I'm going to guess that kind of language will be in this transaction. Well, yes, that's what the Jets are trying to protect themselves against. And look, there's a chance that Aaron Rodgers wasn't telling the truth when he said he was 90 percent retired, because it's part of this broader narrative that I was just going to walk off into the sunset. I thought the Packers wanted me back. And then I heard that they were shopping me, and that's when everything changed. It makes for a great story, regardless of whether or not it's true. This 90% thing may have just been him trying to fashion a greater myth than what reality would support. And the consequence is it's freaked out the Jets to the point where they're concerned he's going to be one and done in New York. And when Tom Brady first joined the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of the 
greatest business objectives of ownership was make sure he comes back for another year. Make sure he comes back. And I think the Jets will bend over backwards to try to make sure there's a second year for Aaron Rodgers. And the Jets want that protection in 25 in the event that Rodgers is one and done. And who knows? We didn't expect Favre to be one and done with the Jets, and he was. The DeMar Hamlin situation, he's already won Comeback Player of the Year. If you come back from death twice, I'm guessing that you'll be the Comeback Player of the Year. What kind of language will be in that contract? Is there an addendum to his contract with the Buffalo Bills with him coming back? I mean, how does the team protect itself? Well, I think that he's cleared. He's he's back and he's playing. He's only entering his third season. So it's not even as if they could do a new contract okay. for DeMar Hamlin. His existing contract is still in place. The question is, once he's physically cleared, mentally, what's it going to be like for him to put his uniform on and go back out onto a football field? I don't even know how much he remembers about what happened. Maybe there is no PTSD or scarring of him that he would have to overcome because for the rest of us, when he walks out on the field, we're going to, we're going to hold our breath every time he's involved in a tackle. We're going to wait and make sure he's okay. I just think that's human nature. But given that it apparently is commodio cordis, this very rare occasion of getting struck in the chest and your heart stops and it happens to anybody and it happens very infrequently. It's not some condition he has. It sounds like he's good to go. It really is amazing that we're less than four months from the thing happening yeah. and he is good to go, clean bill of health back on the bills, and uh, they go forward. But, Mike, it sounds strange to say this, but I'm more concerned for Tua Tonga-Vailoa than I am DeMar Hamlin. I think you're absolutely right to be. Tua Tonga-Vailoa is a guy who is smaller than most quarterbacks. The physics aren't on his side. And what have we seen? We haven't seen him get drilled in the head by somebody who drops their helmet and hits a quarterback the way they used to. We see him get shoved to the ground. And what happens when he hits the ground? His helmet strikes the turf and he gets a concussion. It happened at least two times. Most of us with common sense believe it happened three times last year, despite the official claim that it was a back injury. So he's working on falling the right way. He's studying jujitsu. It's one thing to study it. It's another thing to put it into practice when you're out on the field. That's what I'd be concerned about. I'm concerned about that for Bryce Young. He's going to be under 200 pounds when he plays. Can he fall in a way that doesn't result in his head striking the turf and giving him a brain injury. I'm far more concerned about Tua than I am DeMar Hamlin. But aren't they developing, we're talking to Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, are they developing a new helmet just for quarterbacks? Yeah, that's got a greater level of protection in the back of the helmet, so when that bone hits the ground, because that's what we see, the head snaps back and the bone hits, what can they do to keep the brain from being injured. But, you know, the bottom line, Dan, is you can wear the best helmet in the world, but when your body is moving and suddenly stops, your brain bounces off the inside. There's nothing you can do about the brain bouncing off the inside of the skull. There's still going to be concussions in football, but you can reduce the severity of the blow that comes from the outside. Any doubts on Jalen Hurts? I don't think so. Not after what we saw last year and this contract. Now, I'm still waiting for the deal to be officially done. Once it's done, we'll be able to look at the full details. We'll see what the true commitment is. And most importantly, when does the window open on the Eagles getting out of it if for some reason he regresses? Look at what Russell Wilson did last year or didn't do in Denver. The Broncos would love to be able to tear that up. They can't because of the way the contract is structured. There's so many clues that come from the full details that tell us when the Eagles would be able to say, whoops, got that wrong, we're going to move on. Yeah. But there's no reason to think he's not going to get better. We saw a Josh Allen-type jump from him last year, passing 
and running and leadership and everything the Eagles have been looking for since the moment they traded Donovan McNabb to Washington on Easter Sunday of 2010. They've been searching. They've been hoping. They thought it was Carson Wentz. It wasn't. Nick Foles, maybe. It wasn't. And now they have it in Jalen Hurts. What's this mean for Lamar Jackson? Well, Dan, what I would do right now, we had a breakdown yesterday of the contract Jalen Hurts accepted and the offer that Lamar Jackson rejected in August. And just some of the data points. And we broke them all down. We talked about it earlier today on PFT Live as well. What I would do if I was Lamar Jackson, first and foremost, is hire an agent. Second, I mean, he's not going to do that. I would get o Odell Beckham Jr., frankly, to try to be the go-between right now. There's a hybrid deal to be done between the deal that, La that Lamar Jackson rejected last year and the deal that Jalen Hurts is doing this week, where you can slap the two together and you can come up with something that works for Lamar Jackson. And Dan, at some point, regardless of what anyone thinks about the whys and what's at play and what factors are being involved, at some point, Lamar Jackson's got to say yes. He's got to say yes to something. Yeah. And you have to look at what's out there. It's as good as it's going to get. And you just have to say yes and continue your career. And if you don't, your career doesn't continue. It's stuck in the mud until you finally say yes to something. But, Mike, he would have already been, what, two years into his old contract, and then we would be two years later, now you're into a new contract. That's You're always going to be underpaid a couple of years or a year after you sign your contract in your mind. Right, but, Dan, here's the bottom line. If he had done the deal that Josh Allen did two years ago, they were drafted the same year, Allen did his contract after three seasons, and I remember when the word first broke of the Josh Allen contract, I said, I want to see that deal because when we see the details, it's either going to be the player or the team in Baltimore that wants to take that contract and make it the contract for Lamar Jackson. When I saw that deal, I said, Lamar Jackson should take this to the Ravens and say, just cross out the names, change them. This is my contract. Yeah. And when you look at what Josh Allen has gotten the last two years and what Lamar Jackson has gotten, Josh Allen has made $41 million more than Lamar Jackson in the last two years. And that's never coming back. I don't care what you get paid going forward. That $41 million is never coming back. Those days are done and over. You never get paid for what you've previously done. You only get paid for the future. So already he's $41 million behind Josh Allen. And the question is, how much worse is it going to get? The Panthers GM, GM says that uh, he hasn't told anybody who will be the number one pick, although Bryce Young has canceled all of his other trips elsewhere, which would lead me to believe. Uh, I think the draft starts at 2 because I don't know if the Texans are sold on a quarterback here. Feels like Bryce Young's going number one overall, correct? Yeah, and it was a great point that our coordinating producer at PFT Live, Matt Casey, texted in while we were talking about it today because we played the sound of Scott Fitterer, the GM of the Panthers, talking about what they plan to do to put weight on Bryce Young. And the way he talked about it, when you listen <laughs> to it, it sounds like it's not a hypothetical. It sounds like... This is what we're going to do. But the do you think the commissioner up. has said to Carolina, just don't say anything here? Dan, I look at it this way. If they're not bashful about calling their broadcast partners and instructing them to tell their reporters to keep their mouths shut about anything they know about who the picks are going to be, <laughs> yeah. they're probably not bashful about okay. telling the teams. Yeah, they want people to tune in for 8 o'clock to 8.20. They don't want people tuning in for the Texans pick. They want people to be there at 8 o'clock thinking maybe there's a chance it's not going to be Bryce Young. Okay, sure what, did like the what did the Texans do? Do you believe the draft starts at 2? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they could trade out of that spot, obviously. They could trade down. And for a team that has plenty of needs, you know, if you're not talking about going down many picks and you pick up some extra significant draft capital, 
that goes a long way toward blowing the fact that they could have had the first overall pick if they just hadn't beaten the Colts <laughs> in the fourth quarter of week 18. Yeah. So it's either quarterback, edge rusher, or trade down. And you got to consider who their coach is now. Yeah. D'Amico Ryans. Where'd he come from? San Francisco. Let's go back to what we already talked about. Ryan's first year as defensive coordinator, they give up three ones and a three to get Trey Lance. How'd that work out? Second year, they take a flyer with the last pick in the draft on Brock Purdy. How'd that work out? What do you think Ryan's wants? Do you think Ryan's wants a guy who could be their Nick Bosa and an edge rusher at number two? Or does Ryan's want to put all the eggs in a quarterback basket and have it possibly blow up on them? So he may be pushing defensive player to supercharge that side of the ball. You can get a quarterback later or, or, and I always advocate this because in my mind, the draft is a lottery. The more lottery tickets you have, the better chance you have to get players that turn around, especially a bad team. Trade down if you can, get more picks. Explain the uh, new Wonderlick, or is it the new Wonderlick, the uh, S2 test for players, quarterbacks? Well, the S2 test, as I understand it, is about cognitive ability in the heat of the moment, processing information when you're in that blender of factors. You think about everything a quarterback has to deal with, pre-snap, post-snap, all the information about processing, recall, and Bryce Young did really well on it, and the Panthers are big believers in it, specifically their owner, David Tepper. So this is a way unique to quarterbacks. When you are the one who is standing there, where all that stuff's happening, think about all the variables. Which receiver's open? Who's blitzing? Can I trust my running back to pick this guy up? Who else is coming around? So they're using that. Now, the Wonderlick is worthless. This, to the extent that there's a dotted line or a bright line connection, helps teams understand how that guy's going to do when it's time to stand in there and decide where to throw the football. Always great to talk to you. He's Mike Florio in his new book about his uh, father, who was a bookie and probably saw some bad people in, in Pittsburgh. That's All not, fictional. That, that's not the official title. It's just called Father of Mine. No, not Father of Mine, who was a bookie who saw bad things happen with the mob in Pittsburgh, allegedly. Correct. <laughs> or possibly. It's or available it next Tuesday. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> My bookie was, um, he was known locally and a very upstanding uh, businessman. And, uh, I remember he drove a Lincoln Continental, a Mark III. It was a blue Mark III. <laughs> and there's a reason why he drove that and lived in a real nice house. Because bookies make the money, not the people who bet with the bookies. Yes, Todd? How upstanding were the people that would come to your house if you didn't uh, pay off what you owe? I, I never, I always paid. Um, but once again, I, I was in, semi-involved my bookie took bets from the guy who took bets with Pete Rose. Sometimes he would offload some of his bets, or my bookie would take bets from Pete when the uh, other bookie wasn't available. So I, I, I knew what was going on for a long time when this was, and, and Pete was not a good gambler, but to be able to kind of figure out what's going on, and it's always it's humbling when you walk over to somebody in their house and you knock on the door and uh, the, you know, the wife comes to the door and I ask if such and such is in a home and yes, he is. And you know, he comes out and then I had to give him my money and then you go, all right, uh, I'll talk to you on Sunday. <laughs> uh, and you know, I didn't have the money to bet, 
but you always think you're smarter. Like, hey, I know football. Well, you can know football, but not know how to gamble. And then it took me a long time, and then I realized I could do it and make some money. And uh, thankfully, 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 I lost uh, $3,300 on a uh, my, the last bet I ever placed, college football bowl game. If I had won it, I don't know if there's any guarantee that I, I would have been able to walk away. Yeah, Paul. I guarantee you've been driving a Camaro, though. No, Corvette. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Would 3300 have done it? I, I, no, I was I, if I won, I would have had uh, uh, $9,000. So I had $6,000 and I put 30 I put 3000 down on this bowl game and uh, I lost the vig so 3300, bought my mom a dishwasher and then I bought myself uh, an old beat up Toyota Celica and had a little bit of money for college. And then that was it. I rode off into the sunset, thankfully. Let me take a break. Last call for phone calls. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The all-electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is luxury and innovation on a truly magnificent scale. It's not just the flagship of the Mercedes-Benz electric lineup. It sets a whole new standard for all luxury electric vehicles. You're going to marvel at this epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen featuring self-upgrading next-generation AI and a beautiful, intuitive interface for both driver and front-seat passenger. You'll experience next-level comfort in an exquisite 
appropriately spacious near silent cabin that makes this flagship feel more like you're piloting a spaceship and you'll appreciate the graceful aerodynamic design that almost completely eliminates drag for an outstanding operating range of up to 350 miles on a single charge the eqs is an object lesson in just how far electric mobility has come the vehicle is all electric the feeling is all mercedes take a test drive learn more mbusa.com slash eqs as you may have realized i watch a lot of sports like a lot that's why i like prime video it has all my live sports and docs in one app like Giannis, the marvelous journey and the national women's soccer league both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. What was it on this date, Todd, in 1995? This was the number one song in America? Got that right. Oh, God. Who sings this? Montel Jordan. All right. I always think of the uh, talk show host. Oh, Montel Williams. <laughs> yeah, Montel Williams. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Love this song. You got to get into this. This is, this is good stuff right there. Okay. I mean, it's fun. It's fun. It's lively. It's like roll down the window. It's like, let's go. By the way, I don't know if you saw this uh, last week. Evan Gaddis last week admitted that when he was with the Astros, they knew the pitches that were coming in the 2017 World Series. And, and the reason why I bring this up is uh, Clayton Kershaw got his uh, 200th win last night. But uh, since they started keeping track of swinging and missing strikes on breaking balls. This was 2008. No pitcher has had more than 2,200 of them, except for Clayton Kershaw. He's had over 3,500 swing and misses on his breaking ball. So he threw 51 breaking balls in Game 5 against the Astros. You know how many swing and misses he had against the Astros? Zero. Stat of the day, stat of the day, that, that, stat that of might the lead day, you to believe the Astros day. knew what pitches were coming. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. So the man who has over 3,500 swings and misses had 51 breaking balls in the game against the Astros in 2017, and he didn't get one Astro to swing and miss. Just an aberration. Just, yeah. <laughs> Just a coinky Don't read into it. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let me see. Uh, Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. Welcome back. What do you have for me? Dan, just two quick questions. One, uh, if the NFL have, has these new safer helmets, why does only one position get them? And two, does DeMar Hamlin have to perform to be comeback player, or does he just have to take the field? I mean, does he have to do a couple of picks, or does he actually just have to take the field to be the comeback player of the year? I don't know how that works as far as Vegas paying that off, but right now the odds on favorite. And I think they're just trying out the helmets on the quarterbacks. But I, I, I hope that this is something that's universal. Yes, Paulie? Yeah, this specific helmet that they're doing for quarterbacks is because of the odds that a quarterback has that whiplash, fall to the ground thing. 
So there's a different type of, I guess, plate, lack of a better word, in the back. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, Gavin in Kansas. Hey, Gavin. Hey, Dan. How you guys doing? Great. What's on your mind? Um, I was going back to the villains and bad guys of sports. And here in Kansas, you know, my favorite team being the Royals and stuff up north, I was thinking of Raldness Chapman since we just signed him. He's up there. <laughs> he's, he's up there. He's got a little baggage there. Real bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paulie, this day in sports history. Ooh, the first Boston Marathon was held in 1897. Uh, 1960, baseball uniforms began uh, displaying players' names on their backs. They mm. didn't have that before 1960. Okay. Just a number. Uh, let's see. Philadelphia 76ers in 1988 retired Julius Irving's number six before the game. A Dr. J statue was also unveiled. Michael Jordan won his sixth consecutive NBA scoring title. He had uh, 10 overall. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. I know uh, on this date, 1991, Evander Holyfield beat uh, George Foreman, heavyweight title. And Michael Spinks beat Larry Holmes. to re- Michael Spinks beat Larry Holmes twice. And then I saw Michael Spinks fight Mike Tyson. Oh, my goodness. That's when you see fear. It was real. Like, you're looking in the ring, and you're seeing fear from a great boxer. If you could have said, Mike, uh, to Spinks, uh, you're going to go down in the third round, and uh, it might hurt a little bit, but you can get out right now. He would have he signed up for that. Todd, what'd you learn on today's program? You feel conduct detrimental to the game is what ultimately got Draymond suspended more than just the stomping act itself. Seton O'Connor. People talk trash to Michael Jordan. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they did. No, they not. They don't. They did. They did. Yes, yeah. Marvin. You brought your mom a dishwasher. Yes, I did. My gambling profits, Paulie. A fan on Twitter said if there was a clinch award, Mo Cheeks would have won oh, it back in the day. Blue, blue, lovely. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. The only place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now, PaniniAmerica.net. Great Texas running back, Bijan Robinson, will join us on the program. Hope you join us as well. Have a great day, everybody. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.